Welcome everyone to another podcast of Labelling the Disabling, where we call out what disables people. I'm so excited today. Uh, we are joined by Amy, who works at the Plant Room Cafe and who loves to travel, and also by Mark, who works at the Plant Room Cafe and who loves extreme sports, aka Danger Man. And of course, hey as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ed Burt. Welcome everyone. Hey everybody, great to be here. I'm looking forward to talking to these guys, Danger Man and Travelling traveling Woman. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank we're, you very much. We're super excited to hear about your life and your um, journey um, and for you to share with us um, your experiences. So when did you both start at the Plant Room Cafe? I started when it first opened. Yeah, I, I started when it first I'm um, making it a Dubai. So you've both been here from the beginning? Yeah, yes yeah. we have. How long, yes. is, how long has the cafe been running now, guys? Tell us a little bit about it. Been about a year and a half um, and it's very fun. Yeah, not many people say that about their job, do they? So you love it. Yeah, not many people say that. So I'm lucky I'm yeah. at a job what I do, like dealing with food and that. And you love it. Yeah. And you were telling me beforehand that you've had a lot of experience with food. So you used to work at um, Fine Foods and also at Meals on Wheels. Yes, what I have. used to do there? Um, Meals on Wheels, I sort of like warmed up the food like for them to take out with the cook in it. Yep. And Flagstaff, um, it's food prep, but sort of like industrial um, food type of situations, measuring it and doing um, the temperatures and that. Big yeah. quantities. Yeah. Usually fine foods, it was about 2,500 we did a day. Wow. Um, but I was mainly on the sweets, desserts. Wow. Yeah. You'd have to get it right then, Amy. You'd have a lot of pressure, a lot of responsibility from the sound of it. Yes, we did. Yeah. So you've always had an interest in food and food service and um, the catering side of things? Yes, definitely. I think since I left school. You've wanted to work in that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Have you had experience with um, food handling or food preparation or working in catering before flat before here at um, the plant room? Now, now and then, yes, I work. At, um, I done Dave for the bakery at Dave, and then I do on the, at home and um, yeah, bit bits and pieces, but not in the Dubai in before. But, yeah. And you enjoy it here too? Yeah, I love it. I okay. met one people and in. Yeah, and then thumb in, talk. Yeah, I love it. And um, tell us about your bakery experience. What happened there? Did you was it the early mornings not good for you or what? No, I um, that that the um, it really bit bakery, but I, I at Dave and I got running now to like bake stuff and yeah, not bad. Well, all those skills have serve you well here at the Plant Room Cafe, Mark? You seem, yeah. to, seem to enjoy meeting the customers and, and helping people out. Yeah, I do. I, when people come in, I um, talk to them and I average your day and all that stuff and yeah, I help out with 
what and yeah. It is it is interesting. You guys sound like you've both had um, you know, different employment experiences. Um so but and you've got a goal, I believe, Amy, at the moment. Uh can you tell us about that in terms of your employment goals? Well, I would love to um do the coffee machine because it seems like a fun job and you see customers you get to learn how to do the machine that would be very fun to do and sort of like being out the front doing chips the sandwiches and also cooking out the front that's a thing what I've always wanted to do as well so but definitely the coffee machine that's one of the goals what I like to do first I yeah. can't wait to come back and have coffee made by you. Exactly. And what about you, Mark? Have you got uh, in any particular employment goals you're working towards at the moment? I need um, more being on the ends with, like, food and that, making food and famine food and, yeah, and, bit, like, making selfies and that. Mm. But, yeah, I want to be more food making. Yeah. Preparing the food. Yep. And the food. So, Amy, you, you talked to me before that you've been on 11 cruises. I, I've only been on one, but I, I can imagine that you would be a great person on a cruise because you know all about the food stuff and the food on cruises is so good and for such a large quantity of people, like you were saying, you were doing 2,500 meals a day. How did you find the food on the cruise? Uh, it's pretty nice. You can yeah. say I'm a very fussy eater. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Since I've been dealing with food, I since then I've become very, very more fussy with my food. So the cruise, um, I loved being at the where you get served the portions, free portions, because it's a nice amount of food. Yep. I'm not really keen being at the buffet with choosing all the food due to sometimes you can go overboard. Yep. And yeah. Too much of a crowd dealing with their own food. Um, so, yeah, I find it a bit more better being in the other one. In the so, restaurant. yeah, a restaurant. I find it a bit more, my own opinion, <laughs> more outgoing and, yeah, I find it more, better quality. Yeah. Yeah. And where was your favourite place to go on these cruises? Where have you been that you love the most? Uh, I loved Benavoidu. Yeah. But there was this beautiful beach, what I love going, crystal um, clear sand, the ocean you can see so deep into. Yeah. So I love that bit. That's why I went to Vanuatu a fair few times, just to go to that one place. Lovely. Yeah. And I've been to other places, but that's my favourite place. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you, Mark? What about your extreme sports? Uh, um... What's your favourite one that you've done? Die diving and um bungee jumping, but die diving more. How many times have you skydived? Um, three. 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 And, yeah. You weren't turned off after the first time. You wanted <laughs> <No>. more. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm thinking, oh, I might yeah. give it a go once, but yeah. three times you loved it. Yep. One, two up there, and only one way to get down, and uh, the door. And. Uh, yeah. And what about bungee jumping? Yeah, I went to New Zealand and um, went to the um, edge of the mountain and, um, yeah, it was fun. 
like bowing and up and being like, yeah, and I did a wash, like through a wash and all that stuff. Uh, What's yeah. through a wash? No, a wash, meaning. Oh, a rush, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. I thought that yeah. meant when they dip you in the water in the end, nah. do you know what I mean? Like, no, nah, over the mountain. Oh, over water. the mountain, no water. Yeah. No water. So, did you did you actually go over there to do that bungee jump, Mark, or was it was it that you sort of came across it and thought oh, I'm going to try that, or what was it? No, me and my dad, or my my dad bought me for my birthday on the 18, like for my 18th birthday, um, a holiday over there with him. So the one thing on my bucket list is bungee jumping and and uh, one day every day do um. We say to my dad, let's do bungee jumping, but I have to find out if I'm allowed to do it with my head. And I ring up my mum, my mum say, I, I say to her, I might do bungee jumping and that all right with you. And they say, yeah, the doctor, I say, yep. So I went and done it. Gave you the green light. Very good. Very good risk management techniques there from the sound of that, Mark. Checking in with the doctor first. If um, I was your mum, yeah. I would have said no. No, you're not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> I would have lied. Because right. yeah. <laughs> it scares the hell out of me. My goodness. When you're on the edge, it was a bit um, nerve-wracking to jump off. Mm. Like the man, they look ahead and jump off. And don't look down. Oh, I, don't I feel sick you. thinking yeah. about it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't look down. Just jump oh. <laughs> Just uh, step off the, the cliff. Wow. Incredible. That's very unnatural. <laughs> so you've done yeah. bungee jumping, skydiving. Jet boating. Yep. Um, Wasn't there hot rods in there as yeah, well? Yeah, hot rods with your dad. What is yeah. that? What is a hot rod? A um a modified dar with um the back in the olden days and all that stuff and them have like real nice static dars and yeah. And, yeah, not bad. Like, yeah, real nice. That it does. And has your then, dad got one? Yep. Have you got one? No, but it. My dad got one, but him don't give it to me when I get my license. Okay. So, what what sort of vehicle are we talking about there, Mark? It, a nineteen thirty one <laughs> Ford Tour. What? V V fifty one motor. Oh, I want to see that. Okay. Can we get a photo of that to put on the podcast uh, yeah. when we when we put it out? Yeah, with the, with you standing in front of it, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what colour is it? Blue. Lovely. Oh, with a black roof on it. And yeah. Nineteen thirty-one. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah back in that. What back do you in those days. <laughs> what do you think, Amy? You'd go for a ride in that, wouldn't you? You would, <laughs> might not do the bungee jump. <laughs> I'll do none of the fins except for that car fin. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm only getting in the car. Yeah. 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 And in, yeah, I'm, I enjoy it, like going out to hot watch shows and that with my dad. No, my dad is the president. For, um, yeah. On the first year, we went to a, a job. We, um, my dad done a little bit of like, work for them. And in the end, my them them. When it's time to vote, um, everyone fight for my dad to be the president of the Hot Rod Store in the... So, so it's, he's president of the Hot Rod Association yeah. or something, um, is No, it? Um, 
our robot job is the Illawar Hot Rods. Illawar Hot Rods. And where do they meet? Do they meet out at DAPTA where the other cars are at the no. car museum or? We, we, um, our own job, so we, every year we meet down at, um, down at Arvin Park Showdown for a meeting and then, um, and then when we go on once, we will meet at, like, places like Mount Usri, we meet at, and then we go on for once, we find out what ones they're on. Have you got a website for it? Um, I'm on, we're on Facebook. Okay. Um, I think so too, because um, I'd love to go and see yeah. all those cars. And... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you have you made a lot of friends through through that club, Mark? Is that uh, yeah. with that with that passion that you've obviously got for old cars? Um, yeah. have you made 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 other friends too? Yeah, we like from our EOR to like Sydney and we meet people and yeah. like with old cars and we don't yeah mm. well, and yeah. But, but yeah well you're gonna have to get keep working because that sounds like an expensive hobby from what <laughs> <laughs> so we put a um, little bit money into it to dip the motor one in and yeah. keep all the yeah. things happening turning yeah. over I am interested in that, you know, the, the job, you know, I think we all work so that we can do the things that we love. Hopefully we work in jobs that we love as well. It sounds like both of you guys are doing things you enjoy at work and learning new skills as well as, you know, also having these great um, things you love doing outside of work. Um, can you tell us how, how those two things come together, like the, the job and then the, the things you're passionate about? In your in your personal lives as well, uh, Amy. Um, it, I understand you're really interested in in jewellery, for example. Oh yeah, which is kind of <laughs> kind of famous for being expensive. <laughs> uh, um, even tiny little things can be very expensive. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I used to make jewellery. I was doing that for a fair few years. <laughs> Every, I think it was Monday, and then every Friday when my work swapped on a day off. So you can say I, I made heaps of jewellery I've made for people, myself, birthday presents, um, and a huge, huge, probably two, two whole cupboards worth of jewellery I've got because how much I make. Wow. Okay. Um, what do yeah. you make the jewellery out of? Pearls, um, Sorosity Crystal, um, some rocks, certain type of rocks. So you thread it all yourself? Yeah. Um, and I make even um, covers for wines, what goes over top so it looks pretty. Oh, nice. Wow. Um, and and you some, don't sell these anywhere? <laughs> no, I've, I used to get told I should sell them. Yeah. But I reckon the hardest thing what I've ever made was the wine bottle covers. Due to mm. the beads are, I think, half a millimetre. And but you've got to do it with fine line because how fine it is. Yep. So but I, my thing, what I love making was ne necklaces and earrings. Wow. Yeah. 
I think maybe we should have a have a line of those things here at the cafe if you wanted to sell them or something, couldn't you? That's uh, what I was thinking. Help fund your just, next cruise. You could put them on the shelves room. out there. Yeah, Mum's giving the thumbs up. I want to see. I want to see them because I love buying. Whenever a friend of Probably mine's having a, a bit more space at home too. Yeah, two cupboards worth. Ah, uh, it's not in there. It's, it's not. Uh, sort of the cupboards hang up on the doors. Is it? So, right. so otherwise it would take up too much room. Really, okay. <laughs> it sounds beautiful and it amazing does. and. Yeah. So intricate. It sounds beautiful. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It was very fun to do. It I'm, very, can, very fun. I'm trying to imagine the wine <coughs> bottle covers. Yeah. That sounds really interesting as well. And the small ones, I, yeah. same, but the small, um, the soap bottles for what you use, you can also even put on them. If I make a small one, it goes over the top of that for decoration too. I like your soap pump in yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, even do those. It's basically the same technique, but wine bottle covers are more longer than the soap ones. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it sounds amazing. It sounds like real artwork. Mm. I'd love well, to see it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how I learnt patience, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a good quality. It is. Yeah. So yeah. you were saying, like Ed was saying about your work and your um, – doing the things outside of work that you love. You were telling us before how you like to plan a trip. How far in advance did you say you like to plan your trip? Uh, probably about a year, yeah. a year advanced. I like doing it. Yeah. Mm. yeah, like setting the goal for what I want to do. So, yeah, about a year advanced I do it. And how did you go last year with no cruises? Cause... I was upset. Yeah. <laughs> no cruises. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think I'll be doing cruises for a while. Yeah. 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 Did you go anywhere last year? Yeah, I went. Um, I went up to the mountains. Just a nice drive up to the mountains, stay over night. Yep. Yeah, it was nice to go up there just for a few days. Yeah. And have you got a have you got a holiday goal for this year or? Uh, for this towards? year or next year, I really, really want to go to Tasmania. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, not. I don't want to. I've been to Tasmania by a cruise, just seen a touch of Hobart, but I want to see the true Tasmania, um, like the mountains, the waters. I'm really into mountains and that. So, yeah. The nature. Nature side of things, yeah. Yeah, yeah I hear it's beautiful. Mm. Yeah, so I've always wanted to go there too. So, not by a boat this time, but maybe travel around in a car, see mm. the true Tassie. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of planning involved. Um, <laughs> what about you, Mark? Are you, have you got uh, goals for this year? Or um, um, it's been difficult, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been difficult to do a bit David, no, David. Mm. But yeah, I really want to do right up to this um, stands to watch my football team. Let's start first, the uh, Cowboys. Start for Cowboys? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, no, my plan, um, who I... My fourth worker is um a Cowboys fan mm-hmm. and then and him say to me let go up there and have a look at um have a look at Dan's um Townsville. Yeah. yeah. And Cairns and Townsville. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fantastic. It's a long way. Yeah. So, You're not yeah. gonna drive, are you? Nah, no, fire. Yeah. But I only don't local like um Sydney and by and by and I'm out to Darbo and that, maybe one day. Mm. Apart from that, yeah. yeah. And 
And Mark, you recently had a lot of work done on your jaw and things like that, didn't you, to, to help yeah. with your with your uh, teeth and your bite. Um, but you seem to, yeah, how are you going with all that? You, I, I remember when you when it was at the time, I thought how incredibly brave you were to, uh, to be going through all, all of that. How are you going? Yeah, don't know. Like now, like, I do eating well. And it do it doesn't mean in my um jaw, but apart from that, it um yeah, looking well. Yeah, good job. Looking looking yeah. very well indeed. Yeah. Have uh, you recovered well? Yeah, take bit of bit of while to recover. Like then back into eating like food and so like that. Been eight eight week on like mash and ban up foods and and all that stuff with a with um a bite in my mouth. I went them mm-hmm. took out a bite, I like then back to eat like dips and dog food for it all and then and now I'm eating like um yeah. Normal again. Yeah normal. Yeah. Still sure, taking time to heal but yeah. I still moving around and yeah. I think I think everybody was very impressed when you're back to work. Uh, we were like, are you okay, Mark? <laughs> are yeah. you sure you're okay? Uh, and um, but you, you, you certainly were keen to get back back to work. From uh, uh, I think that yeah. that's often the way, isn't it? When you go through a, a big, big uh, event like operation. that, you do want to get back to normal. Yeah. Um, so that was that was pretty impressive, I've got to say. That <laughs> isn't back into work and all that stuff. Like like one day a week. To die out and yeah and then when I feel better and when I'm up to it I was yeah back to work mm. in no time. Yeah. Well, we're we're incredibly lucky to have you both at the Plant Room Cafe. Um, I guess you know it's a really special uh, cafe restaurant here in in Wollongong. Uh, anybody listening, we'd love you to come and visit uh, when you come to Wollongong. Uh, it's in Spring Hill in Edney Lane. And uh, we'll put a link to that as well on the podcast. But, um, yeah, and it's because of people like Amy and Mark that make the place work. And, uh, you know, we're, we're very passionate about good food and um, good experiences. So thanks, guys, for everything you do there. Um, is, there a, is there a favourite part of working at the cafe you'd like to tell us about, guys? Yeah. Just meeting people and... Just working with food, keep doing dealing with food. That's my main thing, dealing with food. And um, meeting people too, like seeing what um every time someone come in, seeing what them um do up to the weekend, yeah, mm. and serving people and yeah, enjoyable mm. to do it. Yeah, I yeah. I think that's great. I was going to give a shout out to the Plant Room Cafe as well. Um because it is a great cafe, great food, and the best thing about it is the service. Um, everybody here is so friendly and so welcoming, and it's just a lovely environment inside and outside the Plant Room Cafe as well. So thank you so much, Mark and, the best and Amy. Coffee, the best coffee in Spring Hill. Well, yeah. in Wollongong, In Wollongong, actually, yeah. I should say, I don't think there is much coffee in Spring Hill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... If you don't know where that is, it's very close to Coniston if you're in the Illawarra region. Um, mm. It's just off Gladstone Avenue, um, and you can pop down and have a great meal uh, prepared and yeah. served to you by Mark or Amy. And in um, fact, 
What's that you're drinking right now, Amy? Do you tell? <laughs> it's a chai latte. Chai latte. Oh, yeah, so nice. very nice. I guess um, for people who don't like coffees, yeah. you can try a chai latte. Latte. I'm hearing very good things. And don't get tricked by latte at the end. It's okay. not latte. <laughs> latte just means milk. That's the word for milk oh. in Italian, latte. Oh, okay. So that's why they call it that. So when you ask for a cafe latte, it just means a coffee with milk. You know, it's got more milk more than milk. coffee. Yeah. yeah. But what were you telling us before outside about people who make coffees, Amy? Because you were saying something about a statistic. Because <laughs> you're not really a coffee drinker, are you? Yeah, no. No, not at all. We were agreeing that coffee smells better than it tastes. Definitely, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to be shot for this because there's no. so many coffee snobs in Wollongong. I just had the best coffee from the store. <laughs> okay. Oh this comes from non-coffee yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. With um, people who make it, make coffees, heaps of us aren't coffee lovers who actually deal on the coffee machine. So it's pretty different than what you think. So, yeah. Really interesting. You don't just get into making coffee because you like coffee, do you? No, not at all. Yeah. So you um, now have gotten onto these chai lattes, which you like. And you used to drink hot chocolate. Hot chocolate, yeah. Yeah. And I was picky with hot chocolate too. And how did you describe the chai latte for people who don't know what, what it is? What would you say it is? Uh, I reckon it tastes a bit like cinnamon with a bit of herbs in it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what it sort of tastes like to me and nice and sweet. Yes. And creamy, isn't it? Yes, very much. Yeah. Have you tried this, Mark? Yeah. Um, chai Wardays, yes, I try it. And people who like, want um, with toffee to 30 chai as well. Dirty chai? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. they do that too. I have yeah. heard of that. Coffee in it, yeah. It's okay. really nice and sweet, sweet and that. With coffee in it. With yeah. a coffee shot oh. in no, it. No, thanks. I'll give that a go. <laughs> give it a go, Ed. <laughs> I, I think of some chai, chai lattes are really good ones as tasting like a really nice rice pudding without the rice. Yeah, like you can sort of say and that. cinnamony and nutmeggy. Yeah, you yeah. can say it's a bit like that. Yeah, and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're getting oh, yeah. right into the depths of the, <laughs> we are the, the hot beverage experience. Are you a coffee drinker, Mark? So, yes, I, I'm a coffee drinker for a little while now. Yeah. I used to be a tea drinker, like LJs and um, green teas and all that stuff. But when, um, when I got old enough, I asked mum for a coffee and, and Mikey, and I went, yeah. And coffee and mockies and mocha and, yeah. And do um, you use the coffee machine here? No, I let the people who um, know how to make it, like, I want to learn how to make it too, but people who know how to make it, yep. they might make me a good one, like, your well, nice, tasty ones. Well, Amy's just given us a great idea as we get these fantastic ideas from our employees at Plant Room Cafe um, that we should be running a, a, a barista course for. Uh, uh, young supported employees who who want to learn that skill. Um, I I'll think, be in it. Yeah, Same. You I definitely. Got a lot of takers. Oh well. Yeah. I think we've got to got to get on with this, Carol. So I think so. Yeah. Mm. So thank thanks, guys. That's a good idea. If you yep. have any other great ideas, please. <laughs>
it's sort of like a good idea for people who are with disabilities. Also, um, if they could do a course like this, it'll actually help them if they're doing fruit, food prep or washing up, they can actually do this course and it can actually help them get out and do things even if they're in a cafe. Mm. Um, it can help them even move to open employment to help them get get ready for things and also if they're at another cafe with disability apart from the plant room, it'll help them to actually achieve their goal and be a bit more confident and out the front seeing people. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Sorry, guys. No, we're aiming to, like, people who want to learn how to make it, like, jobbies and all that stuff, and been here for a little while, and if, if they want to go up to normal mm. jobbing people and ask them to, um, yeah. Yep. So, um, so anybody listening out there running cafes as well should be thinking about giving young people with disability uh wanting to get into hospitality, a, a red-hot go, because we've got some really talented people um, who are coming up through the Plant Room Cafe. Um, you never know. These guys might be a competition soon. I could well imagine Amy and Mark running a absolutely, absolutely bloody brilliant cafe. I can, <laughs> I can picture it now. Just an idea, guys. But, you know, um, yeah. So true. Mm. Absolutely. Um, because, Amy, you were talking before about having always wanted Um, what skills have you learned at the plant room cafe? Because before that you were doing food prep, but not really so much the cafe side of things. Well, I do still the food prep and cutting up and making things out the back. And I also do, I think it's like the stock take, count the food, what's in the fridge and rotate. Um, I usually do that on Wednesdays to make sure got stuff so stock take I do I help out if people who are doing wish, wash up needs help with wash up I do that if in my spare time if I don't have much to do so I can help out the back fair bit but my main thing is doing the food prep cutting up and that type of stuff yeah and you also said that you've been working more out the front as well not quite yet. Not no, yet? that's okay. all like what I want to do. Okay, yeah. you want to do more of the customer service. So I can learn, try to learn all the skills what are in a cafe. So if one day in the future. Yeah. yeah. And Mark, what about you? Have you picked up some skills here as well? Yeah, I pick up like doing the food and yeah, helping out if I'm yeah, doing what them want to, me to do, like chopping up food as well and um, be um, yeah, sorting out stuff like the milks and yeah, the milks and with the toffee as well, and any toffee bags and that. Excellent. Yeah. And you've got to be right right across so many things in any food prep situation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the hygiene stuff hygiene. is is just massive. Do you want to tell us anything about that? Or? Yeah, definitely with hygiene. That's one of the main keys. What you got to be careful with hygiene. If you pick up any food, what you're going to use, you've got to look at the date to make sure it's the right date for when they're going to do it, not our date. Mm. Hands, um, I wear a hairnet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so hygiene's one of the main keys before you actually get in the kitchen and dealing with food. So, yeah. Yeah. All of that 
cross-contamination, infection control. Definitely, yeah. yes. Mm, mm. Yeah. There certainly is a lot more that goes into running a cafe um, and food preparation and food handling than just getting your food delivered to you on your plate at the table and your coffee um, with a nice froth on top, isn't there? Yeah. Yes, there is. Yeah. And I think um, we should all be mindful of that when we're going to cafes and we're being served by people and um, be really so grateful and thankful that we can have that experience of having somebody prepare a beautiful meal for us and a wonderful coffee or a chai latte. It's because of people like Mark and Amy that work in the hospitality industry um, that we have so much to be thankful for. And we'd love to really thank you today for joining us on our podcast um, and talking to us about your personal experience with working at the Plant Room Cafe and your hobbies and your interests um, and sharing so much of your life with us today. Thank you so much, Mark, and thank you very much, Amy. Yeah, thanks, guys. Awesome. Thank you. For, thank you um, very much for having us. Having us. And yeah, thanks to everyone for listening.